Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, Welcome. to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That's Luke Schwartz. We got a great conversation coming your way with Logan Gunselman. Uh, she's a talented comedian here in Los Angeles, new hire at the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's entered the ring of fire as the... Uh, yeah, and she's got a lot of weird habits, both eating and living. Yeah, and uh, so we get into that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you are looking to... Uh, commune with us uh get excited um as we've all developed weird habits during the pandemic if you like this podcast uh let us know you know shoot us a quick message we're at the l8 night show the The late late night Night show Show, twitter and instagram and you can contact us at uh, the l8 night show at gmail.com if you got uh, guest ideas if you just want to say hey good pod any message even if you want to say hey bad pod like, I dare you. Start a conversation. Let's uh, let's connect. Let's start a dialogue, you cucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great way to start a dialogue. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how the dialogue start on the internet that I see. Yeah. Um, you know, let's let's make the internet a good, you know, a, a decent place for people to have a conversation. Uh, but yeah, it starts you with beta cucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, I'm excited to be getting back out in the world. Uh, I'm definitely um, I'm, I'm communing with friends. I'm having a good time. Doing a lot Look of at, communing, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the that's second what it time. Feel, that's what it feels like, man. It's like uh, I, I I don't know being so alone, and now I can like go out and like big groups with friends. Uh, mm-hmm. We both I think we we both been out to the movies now, which is pretty dope. You know, I'm not a big going out to the movies guy, Neither and. I went to the movies with my hot-ass wife. We saw the most recent movie in the best franchise that ever was. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fast and, nine. And, yeah, and someone was coughing next to us the whole time. It was really terrible. But <laughs> it's um, Fast yeah, Nine, saw... almost worth catching COVID for. It's that good. <laughs> this movie yeah, fucking was... rules. It ties up so many loose ends. Oh, my God. I'm listening to this podcast right now. Um, high and mighty, and they've talked about like all the fret. But him, when he has uh, Griffin Newman on, John Gabrus, it's it's an it's a like two hour. It's a hundred and thirty minute episode or something like that. So it's oh, like, geez, that's almost four hours. No, two hundred thirty minutes. Uh, no, not two hundred thirty minutes. 
130 minutes. Oh, so it's a little over two hours. Got it. Okay. Of of mostly just on Fast Nine, but pretty much the whole franchise, but like mostly just this movie. And I I I love it. Uh, My pod was uh, over the pandemic was playing um, fast all the Fast and Furious movies leading up to Fast Nine, so we could all be caught up if we had missed any. And so now uh, we were all caught up and we saw it, and um, it, it felt like watching like a uh, sketch comedy and how like you keep hitting these beats until you get to like the craziest thing that group of people sure, can possibly be. Sure. That's what fast nine felt like. I am. And here and spoiler alert, everybody. Sure. I knew Han was coming back, you know, cause you could see that in the trailer. That was always great. Hashtag justice yeah. for Han. Uh, <laughs> when the Tokyo drift guys showed up, I, jump i almost jumped out of my seat i was tapping my wife like babe they're from tokyo i've been waiting to see them for so long i'm like they're bringing everybody back and i'm so i was beyond thrilled i was like i had a sense of relief and like like my chest like i could breathe these it was amazing to see those it's like a great callback in a stand-up set right amazing amazing and like they look real different <laughs> except sure. the, the asian been, dude the asian dude looks the same so like the white years, dude is right? like gaunt it's been at least 10 years like yeah. the franchise has been going on for like 20 plus years the that's franchise so is like i think pre 9-11 was the first one <laughs> <laughs> that's why i think it was in like 2000 or 2001 like summer of 2001 that's so crazy. Cause like in the beginning, they were like they were wearing like vans and like they're still d- wearing vans bo- and boots and, and stuff. Like boosting boosting civics. Yes, I mean and that's now... the old, they're 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 using civics to steal VHS and DVD players. Yeah, and now they're in space. <laughs> I mean, they went to space, but they went to space in such a perfect good way. They went to space in a car. Yeah, they awesome. Awesome. You know, they, you know they ripped it off of the the Tesla thing, but they made it they made it their own. It was it was very funny. No, they I mean they kept saying it a Pontiac Fiero. It was great, and then they like go to the International Space Station. Like it, the, it, they did it in such a good way where even that going to space, everyone knew they were going to go to space, but to do it in the way with the rocket and test launching from over fifty thousand feet and having the Tokyo Drift guys pull them up and oh my god it was it was i'm very happy with it everyone got a set piece helen mirren got a driving scene yeah two oscar winners in this movie at least two oscar winners helen and charlize yeah no no for sure charlize in a clear box with no bathroom that she's just there (laughs) yeah the bowl cut was it's better than the dreads and uh but she's just she's just locked in this box with no bathroom which I thought was really funny. Like, it's yeah. just a clear box. Like, <laughs> she's got a poo and pee. Like, yeah, you just shit on the floor, I guess, while yeah. you're a hostage. And the electromagnets, like, only attracted what they wanted them to, which I thought was hilarious. Like, yeah. no one's zipper. No one was wearing any zippers, I guess. Or buttons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or had, like... But it was so perfect. No belt buckles. <laughs> no belt but Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, if, if something like that was really around, like, there'd be, I don't feel like as many people were, like, certainly going to die in the, in, like, the aftermath of, like, all the chaos. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of, there there was a lot of civilian casualties in this yeah, one, it the, seemed. 
Yeah, this one is and like... The, it was an insurance nightmare. Imagine like in, you're just driving through Edinburgh. You're like an insurance provider in Edinburgh. Just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole street is blown up. But, but I also like how they turn on the electromagnet from within the car... And it didn't immediately collapse the the metal car that it's in, yeah. like the truck that it's in. It's just it just sucked in other stuff. This is certainly a DC comic come to life. Uh, there's just like so little explanation. Uh, it's the he fell on a vat of chemicals kind of. <laughs> it's like a gamma ray, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I I for me it was just like this is silly, but this is like the right kind of thing to come back to going to the movies yeah. with. Yeah. Um, how did perfect you, summer blockbuster? Exactly. This and after being away at the movies, I just wanted to see something big and stupid, and uh, action packed. And this is the thing to see. Uh, did uh, is your wife a fast head like you are? No, but she doesn't hate it. Um, she always thinks she wants to watch like classy, good movies. But every time I show her like a crappy action one that I love, she's like, she's into it. Okay. When, uh, when Vin drive in the first big car chase and through the jungle of Mexico with Mm -hmm. the landmines and stuff, she's screaming and yelling the whole time. And then there's a silent part where he hits that rope and it slingshots them into the other side of the canyon just uh amazing and uh, the car rolls over like three times and then they're like Ugh. but then yeah. michelle rodriguez letty she goes that was new i mean and it was it was great yeah. <laughs> but it, uh just like, a nightmare the, of the laws of physics but yeah <laughs> i think it makes sense but like i mean the car did, yeah all the windows were broken um the car the car is like it's it's really shows the silence and you can see both the actors like doing a good job looking like they're on a roller coaster and scared for their life like letty is putting her foot up on the thing but it's like silent it's like you can hear the creaking kind of and that's it mm. and my wife just goes what the fuck and like <laughs> in the middle it was awesome it was great she loved it nice yeah yeah we we found ourselves like actively laughing at the movie oh, just yeah. at all the the incre- incredulity of it all yeah that's what it's there and, for it's great i was laughing yeah. and people next to me were not it was very odd well anna has got such a a sonorous laugh that in a in a movie theater even as loud as that movie was like she'd laugh and then the whole movie theater would be like ah <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> i don't know if they were laughing at the movie or just laughing at anna laughing but it was <laughs> either way we were on a roll. <sighs> yeah. I, I get my heart is racing just talking about it. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that about like um, wanting to see like um, kind of classic movies because uh, Anna makes fun of me for wanting to see like all the beautiful sad movies out mm-hmm. there. And I do want to see like fun movies too, but I also. I don't uh, like them. I mean, I, I like them, but I don't, I mean, it's my first choice is to turn off my brain. The world is sad enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say like the first two movies I watched during the pandemic were like the animated version of Robin Hood from Disney. And then I watched There Will Be Blood. Like, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I definitely saw both because that gets my heart racing in a different way. It's like that sort of psychological thriller mm-hmm. thing. Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to see people get like hacked to pieces but i do want to see someone like mentally fuck someone over (laughs) for a while yeah that's cool yeah (laughs) well we have a great interview with someone who mentally fucks us both over 
Um, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> she really uh, she knows what she did. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I think I tortured her with like teasing her about like how her first week at work went. But yeah, it's a good the, episode. Yeah, you. if anything, for that moment, you are the villain in this episode. <laughs> or the hero that they deserve. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy this uh, conversation with Logan Gunsman every day. Welcome back, everyone. We are very excited to talk to someone who I haven't seen in a long time, someone who I've danced at farmhouse weddings with. Uh, she's a talented comedian and a funny person. It's Logan Gunselman. It's very nice to see you. How are you? Hello. I have to admit to you, and this is creepy, I'm pretty sure I saw you walking on La Cienega from a taco stand. That Yeah, there. that's probably me. Yeah. Okay, and I... Typical. <laughs> it was there was traffic and I was like I could stop and honk and make this a thing but then I was like this is just gonna be uncomfortable for Stuart and everyone around so I just didn't but that was like a week ago it oh, is yeah. exciting seeing someone from the car that you recognize out yeah. in the real world I don't know what that is but everyone gets a little more excited yeah and it's and but I think you did make the right call to not hold up traffic and honk and make a spectacle you have to know when to hold them and then the other thing and then the other one yeah it's always it doesn't matter the gender or the person my brain just short circuits and i go i know that guy and he right. doesn't. <laughs> uh, i oh. and you knew the podcast was coming so you knew to bring it up here and that's how we connect <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, honestly that's why i said yes i was like oh i can just tell Stuart and solve that problem because i thought about it for a couple you know every now and again for the next day i, was like, hmm, I remember that <laughs> I had that happen on, when I was riding my bike. Uh, I was riding my bike at the beach and I saw a uh, fellow uh, comedian, Graham Rogers. Uh, and I was like, because I, I was moving and I was like, I was just kind of like listening to tunes. And, and then I, I see like just a flash of red hair. And there's like, and I tried to stop it. It like, it looked like I really peeled out because there was some sand on the boardwalks. So it looked like I really like. <laughs> really desperate to say hi to Graham. Yeah, like I Tokyo drifted <laughs> to, to say hi to. That's how important he is to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did that happen? I have a story about this actually oh. that happened re recently too. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go now. Uh, I did a show in Huntington Beach, ever heard of it? And Matt Champagne was on the lineup. So we had a nice little talk. The next day, uh, went to the, my first time ever going to the flea market on, at, at uh, Fairfax High. I'm sure you've been. Great flea it's, market. Yep. It's, a, it's wonderful or whatever. Um, guess who, I went with my hot ass wife, but guess who volunteers at the Flea market or works there is Matt Champagne. Oh, he wow. came running up to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, Hi. <laughs> and I was like, Hi, Matthew. So good to see you again. And he really didn't have much follow up. It was really funny. It was one of those moments he was like, Yeah, so I'm seeing you again. I was like, Yes, yes, you are, Matthew. That's very but good. That, it was very exciting to see. But him. that's true nine times out of 10 when you run into someone. And what I feared if I had called out Stuart, and I know you want to move on from this, but I am going to. No, no, no. Still. But what are you going to do? Just wave? Like, well, then well no, have... if you say hi, that like you're like, Oh, I can't believe I'm seeing you. And then that mm -hmm. sort of takes out, like, you, mm -hmm. it's like, then you're like, So how's it Gotta going? Gotta go. But that, that's kind of it. 
Because yeah. you're right. like, well, I don't want to derail my whole day. Obviously, I'm doing something. You're doing something. Right. It's like, for do sure. you want to hang out for a couple hours? No. No. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. Not even can... with Stuart. <laughs> yeah. If Luke and I ran into each other, it's like, well, see you later. Uh, <laughs> um, I only my... hang out with Stuart virtually now. And that's the way me like it. <laughs> yeah. It's, we're, we're learning boundaries on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the fantasy is that to want it to become some like spontaneous thing. I, I don't know about you, Logan, but I'm, I, I tend to get planny. Like I, I plan mm. things and I, and when things derail me, I get out of sorts. Uh, do you like, are you, would you say you're a spontaneous person? Um, I'm a, I'm either being very spontaneous or very regimented. It's hard for me to be one or the other. I'm either being everywhere, nowhere, or I'm on a strict schedule. So it really depends on what day you're getting. That day I was going, I, I did not have time to stop. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how are you feeling these days now that we're coming back into the pretty world? Pretty good. I'm talking to a guest. Um, oh. But I'm glad, Luke, that you're feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I, 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 I find myself in a nice middle ground there where, you know, the plan is fine, but it doesn't, it's breakable. Yeah, I'm not someone who, I, I mean that I keep myself to, like if there are a couple things I want to get done in a day, I get frustrated if that gets derailed. But if like mm. I'm meeting friends for dinner and oh no, the restaurant's full and everyone's like, well, what do we do now? I'm more just like, okay, that whatever. We can go some, that yeah. when someone else is planning it, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay now that we're out of the pandemic. I will say that speaking of plans, doing more than one thing a day feels overwhelming right now which i gotta get mm. over yeah but just like absolutely. one thing a day and i'm like okay uh well i'm gonna be too exhausted for anything else after that so that's i'm it. De definitely feeling that definitely mm. feeling that it's a mm. uh, i don't know I had, I had a very like spontaneous weekend i was feeling like you know it's the it was mm. the you know fourth of july and so you know people are out and about and i i was i was trying to let myself soak it up because I usually don't do that. Mm. And um, I could not, <laughs> I could not have been more exhausted by such a pleasant weekend. But I also, I feel the same every, every 4th of July. Aren't social interactions just draining guys? I mean, we could admit <laughs> it. But I mean, I guess it's that. No, it's, it's true. But I think it's also, the buildup in my own head where I'm like, well, this is a holiday. People like to go out and have fun. Yeah. And I don't really have fun ever. I'm okay with that. I'm just like not a fun person mm -hmm. on the inside. And so anytime there's like regimented fun, like it feels mm -hmm. like when a hip office plans like a happy hour. Sure. Yeah. So it's all people like, this is the time that we're going to really cut loose. And I just am like, yeah, this isn't for me. I, don't I understand. Me. I don't grow in for the scheduled group activities, but I like a barbecue at a friend's house low key. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a nice, easy, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, it, yeah, that's fine. I also just don't really like doing anything before like 3 p.m. I kind of like to be on my own. I'm a very difficult person. I don't really like to talk before 3 p.m. So barbecues are happening like mm. early in the day and i'm just like i'm not ready yet yeah people um, are coming out of you's like logan you're just like holding your watch yeah <laughs> it's like no, it's not I'm time like, mm -mm, i gotta be alone with my thoughts 
So yeah, you're not a morning into early afternoon person. Um, I mean, I can be up, but that's like my meat. That's like when I try and right. do a little work or when I fuck around on the internet or yeah. like, I'm like, like, I don't really brunch is a nightmare. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm going to be your most exciting guest. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I'll tell you, you're not our least exciting guest. <laughs> <laughs> that That's totally fine. Um, well, what I'm curious, what, what is something, if anything, that you do find fun or exciting like what well, what really gets you going uh i the honest thing is i once i'm at a thing mm. a lot of times i'll be like oh i'm glad i went fourth of july was it kind of well no it was fine but like <laughs> hmm, you really walked that back <laughs> well, no because because i i was saying throughout the day repeatedly which was very fun for the people i was with i was like i could have just stayed home um <laughs> power move yeah and, um, shower for this yeah i but then now thinking about it i was like no i'm glad i went thinking about like any sort of activity i'll usually drag my feet to go to mm. 75 80 percent of the time i'm like oh that was a nice experience so i feel like i get i don't get excited beforehand I mean, stand-up kind of. Um, I have a question about your schedule again. Mm -hmm. uh, when are you planning all these soda streams? And when are you planning all these corporate takeover, like fake ad stuff? Oh, uh, that's, I'm, a lot of the planning happens in either before 3 p.m. when I'm by myself. Yeah. Or after I take a couple bong rips late at night. Uh-huh. Then and a lot of it was during quarantine because there were no shows. It would hit 8 p.m. and I would have nothing to do. So I'd get my roommate and be like, let's film something. I'm so bored. Let's, let's just do something. something. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of what the last time I was super excited. But so uh there I <laughs> I I got a free trial of the PBS app before. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. And this this I, really percolating now got um, you revved up, got your motor had, running. Well, they had a show. I'm from this part of the valley that's terrible called Chatsworth, but they had a show on PBS that was called Inside Chatsworth Manor. And I realized after watching it, it was about a British mansion. Yeah. But I saw it and out loud I screamed and pointed at the TV and went, I grew up there. And my roommate <laughs> did comment it was the most excited he'd ever seen me. <laughs> And my, that was my. a couple of months ago. So that was probably, that was like most recent big excitement, I guess. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Nothing Chats with the new job? Um, I mean, uh, probably if I do a set, if they'll give me a set, that would, that would be good. I'll probably yeah. get excited about that. But you're not excited about being a door guy at the comedy store. No, I, I am excited. It's, it's oh, one of congratulations. Those... Thank you. Um, thanks. Luke, thanks, Stuart. Thanks for paving the way for all that you've done. <laughs> Trailblazing. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm still doing, I'm still paving. Um, I'm thank still you, working. Thank yeah. you for continuously pay. Thank you for all the, mm -hmm. the road work. Maintenance. Oh. It's just maintenance and we have to build back better. I am excited about a new job, uh, but I have been on unemployment for over a year and you really do get used to just like, not doing anything you know what i mean like well, yeah, and getting paid for it yeah the unemployment <laughs> was also like really kicking for 
a it while. More money, and I got it a second year in a row, which I because I applied because it was still when everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. And I and my reasoning was like, oh, I do stand up and clubs are still closed. And I was like, no way they're going to approve it, but I'll just apply anyway. And then they approved it for the wow. same amount for another year. And I was like, oh, OK, so then we're in this. Yeah. And I was like, well, I can just continue being a piece of shit. This is great. So <laughs> uh, excited to be gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. But my like factory settings are being a little lazy piece of shit so it's tough to at least the jobs at night when you're able to communicate with people and walk around yeah peak logan peak ambulatory i'm up till three anyway like let's go for it yeah so yeah no it's been um it's only been like a week and a half but it seems okay i hope i'm not doing a terrible job i haven't heard anything i haven't heard anything that bad so you've heard bad stuff <laughs> i haven't no i haven't heard anything that bad but you keep you're qualifying you, it with you, that bad which means there's some things that have been negative yeah the way you're saying it is mm-hmm. okay a little accusatory <laughs> yeah sure sure that's the way i said it you're right so someone has said something bad oh i'm not sure what you mean oh my god yeah this is I, it's good i i hope yeah. to give you a complex about it and then you'll really <laughs> mind your p's and q's and you won't fuck up again like you know you have been so logan i, I must uh <laughs> give my condolences because um you know i i this is making me realize like how glad i was to get hired at the comedy store before luke came into my life mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know with, i like playing little mind games no logan don't worry about whatever you did i'm sure it's fine okay L- listen the 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 job <laughs> the job at the now she's com- really thinking about like her week at work and what she's done don't like, you're fine what, what have i done don't listen to this nonsense that luke is putting out there the job at the comedy store is made for people without any sense of mental capacity to do the job like and you are perfectly capable of doing that job and that is because you are you have the ability to like you're not show up stupid and do the, the work yeah well luke you, you're gonna get to know me and you will find that it, you're you're dumb sometimes... and silly and whatever but you're not stupid actually okay that's that's the hope sometimes you can tell people stuff. where to sit you can put you can ask yeah. people yeah. to show their id maybe you know you down. know what's going on you're you're lucid which is a step up from some pastor guys like jared levin okay i, I wonder yeah. how he's doing uh, yeah he you know he he's probably very tan and <laughs> wherever that, he is i wonder yeah, that he, from time to time he sometimes what i used to do um because there were people in my head who I would get frustrated when I saw them doing stand up because I was like, why are you even trying? But then to force myself to be less negative, if they said something like even half a joke that I thought was funny, I would write it down in my notebook and put their name and the date as like a reminder to myself. (laughs) (laughs) That looks like a hit list. If you read it back, Um, these are the the words that wronged me. (laughs) Everyone's comedy notebook looks like the beginning of a manifesto. None of them Mm -hmm, are like a positive, but I still remember one time Jared was saying that he was trying to donate plasma because he needed the money, but he didn't weigh enough. So he said that he ate an entire pound cake and held in his pee. And then he was like, and then I was good. And I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, look, every other time you haven't made me laugh, but that's legitimately very right. funny. And, and it's very so funny. funny. Yeah, because that's, it's it's not a joke. He did it. Yeah. So it's not really yeah. like good writing necessarily. Well, I yeah. mean, 
you can stumble into a gold mine. You oh, know of what course. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's still funny that he, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Jer- Jared was one of those people. Like I remember working the door and I, m- I remember being like frustrated. And uh, this is when the old Booker. Oh, Tommy he wasn't was capable. There. Was not yeah. capable. Yeah. So Tommy was still working the cover booth sometimes. And I would often see DOR when he was working the cover booth. And I was just like walking away to get some air. And Tommy just looked from like the darkness of the cover booth. There's just like light shining on his head alone. So just picture like old Tom Petty. And he's just, (laughs) and then he's like, Hey, I hired Jared Levin. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just disappeared into the darkness of the booth. And I was like, ah, man, (laughs) that was the day he hired Jared Levin. No, this was like, months after. after he was right. just stating it as a fact mm-hmm. just yeah, as a reminder was, yeah he, he can just, do what he wants yeah he was just letting people he was letting me like, know that, that like crazy like, yeah it's <laughs> like there's no rhyme or reason to this business it was actually kind of a nice veil of lesson yeah. of just because i i would remind when i would host potluck i would say like this next comic makes the exact same amount of money that i do uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And and I would say, and I you know I tell people that like you're gonna get you know Jared was one of you know the third of this lot. There was you know people who are working on stuff. There's people who are funny, but no one cares. And then there's uh fucking crazy people that that they're gonna see on this new talent night. And he used to throw himself all over the stage. He would yeah. like jump up and down and like fall down. It was it was wild. He um, but Jared would be funny. At, he would indignant like he'd be mad that i called him crazy and then he would be funnier because he i would see him try hmm. so it's like well you're the right. hero Stuart. i no, wasn't there on any of those times <laughs> you miss you miss some good yeah. lines for your notebook <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's true i think you're gonna do a fine i think you're Tommy do a would always job say there. yeah you're gonna be fine you're, you're great and whatever has already happened just let it go and let's move forward uh jared like Tommy would always say, um, Jared Levin, you don't know, he's actually really smart. And he would try and pull that one, be like, kind of like, he's a savant. And I go, yeah, he can surf. I don't think that makes you smart. Like, and like nothing he did ever was like, like, sh- like has showed a veil of intelligence underneath like thick layers of whatever. It was you just were like, wondering how Tommy came to that conclusion like what did he I wasn't wondering he... I knew it was a wrong conclusion and I well, knew maybe was... he made him like drop a bunch of toothpicks and immediately count them really fast no it wasn't that <laughs> oh, 39 yeah <laughs> right no there's clearly hundreds of toothpicks here Jerry um yeah Jared, Jared no, the ones that matter it's I think it was it was part partly it was it was half Tommy believed it and half Tommy was trying to defend his decision of hiring Jared Levin. Yeah, it could be. Even though Jared Levin, he, I mean, he got the job because he defended Jamar Neighbors against Kevin Hart's security. I thought it was a uh, um, or no, who's security? Cat uh, Williams. Cat Williams security. That's right. Yeah, yeah. See, Cat I Williams didn't security. know that. I had. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, through the decades of the comedy store's history, there's a lot of ways to get hired. And if you are defending mm. the honor of someone who's a part of the the, sure, the right. building uh, in one way or another, that's a without being asked, or, like yeah, without asking, like Jared Levin, this five foot two little monkey, yeah. jumps up on a like a six foot five security guard's back and starts like trying to choke him or whatever, and that'll get you hired, I guess. Yeah, it's this weird like it shows intelligence. It sh- it's this weird medieval chivalry kind of law that pervades the club. Like if you if you take up arms in defense of the building, <laughs> was he successful or did he get the shit kicked out of him? 
Uh, I think both. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was. I think he like he stopped it, but also I don't think he didn't get hurt. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know wherever he is, I hope he doesn't need to donate that much plasma yeah. to make his way through life. Yeah. Unless he like that's his new passion. I don't know. Yeah, he's just, yeah. He's just did down you, in so, town cake. <laughs> did you worked at the improv for how long? Like a year or so? I was at the improv for two years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh were there any like crazy fights there or anything that you had to break up or like jump on any security or um there were a couple of events. Um, but most of the time I only had to deal with the rowdy female guests because okay. A lot of times it was a woman got too drunk and went in the bathroom and just hadn't come out. So mm-hmm. they would send any of the female employees in to see what the deal was. Make sure yeah, she, she was fallen or hit her alive. head. Yeah. yeah. And, and most of the time she was just kind of sitting next to the toilet barfing. Um, totally. Uh, I mean, they're. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you it gets to too rowdy. At the, yeah. It doesn't seem like what? it gets too rowdy. It doesn't seem like it gets too rowdy at the improv. It, it, it could, um, sure. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm stopping because I'm sort of like, oh, uh, no one's going to care. We, for a long time before Levity really got involved, cause they were like bought out by Levity and around the time I started working was when they really were sort of like, oh, we have to make this club, like all of the Levity clubs. Mm. But before that, it was sort of you could do whatever and we were we would hang out there till like four in the morning after we close just mm. like fucking around sure and we were allowed to park next door at the fred siegel parking lot and the first thing they mm-hmm. did was they took that away from all the employees because they knew that even after they kicked us out at 4 a.m people were hanging out in the parking lot and just right. like and and one employee said it was very funny she was like what did they take away the parking because they thought that we were doing drugs and causing problems in the parking lot because they Shooting knew dice. that we were actually doing Do- drugs and causing problems yeah, in the parking right, lot. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say that the at the improv, um, the employees are definitely rowdier than the customer base a lot of the time. Yeah, and it was also, they they really had a lot of turnover, but I felt like they don't, they don't have, as far as I know, they might now, but they didn't really have a development program. They don't make you audition to mm-hmm. be a door guy they like they literally i you know i got i went and was like could i have a job and they just went okay like you seem <laughs> we like, need I, a body <laughs> yeah they well they interviewed me and i was truly a diversity hire where they were like well it'd be good to have a woman as a doorman and mm. then i found out that servers made more money and i was like i'll just could i just do that instead and they were <laughs> like yeah uh so then i just served instead mm-hmm. um I mean, it was very fun. It was definitely a time. I feel like I did all the drinking and drug use at that door guy job, do you mm-hmm. know? And I'm sure. so I'm more I'm tired and old now. Where like I'm like, <laughs> it's I don't played need, out. Yeah, I'm like I don't need to get fucked up at work. That just seems like exhausting. Were you a good server? No, I was a terrible server. Okay. Um, I quit before they they. I quit when they told us that Levity Corporate was going to start sending in secret shoppers to rate the server's performance. Because 
like halfway through it was literally, cool. literally it literally became a thing where like in the movie office space yeah there were like like we had to start up selling things and we had wow. to offer souvenir glasses and we had to make sure we said do you want dessert and if we didn't do those things and i was like oh i gotta quit because i'm i'm never gonna do that ever that I'm sucks. Not gonna ask a table and it does and i i also that sucks got for it. the customer it's but it why also, do they think that's good i i got mad because i got too invested where i saw the improv as separate from all the bigger chain versions of it mm-hmm. and i was like why are you trying to make it worse? Like all, mm-hmm. and, and then I was like, I can't get invested in this. I, yeah. Like it, my feelings are not gonna affect this huge corporation and how they're planning on dealing with one of their clubs. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, I kind of- it, It's so much yeah. bigger than us. Yeah, so. You know, and, that, it, and it's hard because like, you know, the decisions that, you know, these clubs make are not always gonna be um wise decisions but you know they gotta hey even the small owned clubs the family quote-unquote family owned clubs maybe don't make 90 percent of the right decisions well it's also as they say at the comedy store if it's broke don't fix it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i mean I, i when i was working at the store for as long as i was i mean there were plenty of problems and things that they would try to do to to fix them that didn't work and i'm sure they're still dealing with that a stuff lot of now. the time it's money thrown at the wrong thing yeah and it's i think you know i don't know the ba- the basic needs are feel like the most pivotal ones it's like just you know make it so that the customer has like a great experience make it so that the comics have a great experience and the rest of it i think will kind of let's work and out. let's get a working mic stand <laughs> yeah, in just, any of the rooms yeah just, well, sure or, yeah that seems like it would be a good thing to have mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it took them sure years of me Jesus. yelling i had to i had to like constantly ask and we finally got like a thick curtain in the or for the door so that sound doesn't come in to the room mm-hmm. That yeah. took like four years of asking. But it's also, it's like, I appreciate the problem of, there's so many things when you are a comic that are a no brainer to you because mm-hmm. you're sort of like, oh, well, this is what makes a good show. And then for people who are like general managers, they think they're, about they're, the money. They're, very, they, they're vaguely aware of that stuff, but it's mm-hmm. so not the top of what's on their mind. And- right. And it's one of those things where like the only way they'd get it is if they also did a lot of stand up. But then if they did that, they'd be their own nightmare where they're also trying to get stage time. <laughs> right, so it's exactly. a weird medium where you don't want them to be that into stand up, but into it enough that they like. I just want them to it. take just take some suggestions from comics well, and yeah. not make decisions without like consulting. Like, hey, will this ruin something or will this make it better? Or, yeah. Right. And we see this everywhere. We see people who just. I've definitely seen people who are like, and I've been this person where like, I mean, this is a, the whole education a, system. A, a suggestion so, yeah. feels like criticism, mm-hmm. and you know we're you know we're dealing with a lot of sensitive people uh, in our purview, and there's you know the that crit you know that suggestion of criticism just becomes um, a real breeding ground for like nothing to get done. That's a. I worked at the Apple Store for a long time. To, a long time. I worked there for like ten months. Um, and I, and I, changed, I changed locations in the middle because I got tired of it. But uh, <laughs> what they would do, it was like Apple cor- corporate policy that if they wanted to give someone like like constructive criticism, they would have to pull you aside and be like, 
can I offer you some feedback right now? It was called fearless feedback. And so like they were prepping you to feel offended basically <laughs> where like it was never feedback that was like, you're doing a good job. It was like, can right. I offer you some feedback? And you're like, I mean, f f I guess, yeah, fine. And then they would mm -hmm. tell you what you were doing wrong, but they were prepping you. So this like, is what I should say when I come up to you the next time <laughs> it happened, um, that thing happened. Yeah, well, first you should do, if you want to follow the Apple steps of service, which I signed an NDA, but I'm telling you them anyway. Uh, that's um, that's an ass. Uh, Apple steps of service. Yeah, they don't ass. put that in the in the the paperwork, but you're first supposed to say, are you available? Because you never know if someone's in the middle of doing something, you know, important. So you go, are right. you available? And then mm -hmm. if they, a lot of times I would just say no. And this is to coworkers? Yeah, if you okay. want to give them feedback, you'd be like, are you available? And I would just say no, and then go fuck around in a different part of the store so that I didn't have to <laughs> talk to them. And then if they say yes, then you go, can I offer you some feedback? And then you give them feedback. And then oh, wow. you say, do you have any questions for me so that you can clear up any confusion? Yeah, what the fuck is your deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, like- Who I put you in fucking charge? <laughs> like the the heart behind that, and I think the intention behind that is pretty good. Like mm -hmm. I think I think there's you know good motivations because I, I definitely have done that when someone if someone were to ask me about like a bit they're running or mm -hmm. like you know hey what do you think of that says like you know you know if they, and, and if they're not directly asking us like hey do you want feedback or you just want me to mm -hmm. listen because that's yeah. definitely gotten me out of like so much more trouble when I than when I just like assume mm -hmm. that someone yeah. wants the feedback because some people are like just fucking listen <laughs> just like i didn't want your goddamn feedback or also too like so often when i'm at a micro show i'm writing shit down in a notebook and people yeah. will come over and just talk to me and i'm like i'm not available right now i'm huh. trying to write shit down follow the so ass. i don't forget it yeah follow the hand, ass. Them the, <laughs> hand them the ass <laughs> yeah luke if you want to implement that at the comedy store i think it would be great you know i usually i do ask the first question like mm -hmm. hey are you can you, if I need to grab someone like, Hey, can you come with me? Are you good? Like to, yeah. So whatever. I'm captain door guy anyway. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, feel you like could, a, you could I basically get there. Be a, uh, also a genius at that. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was a specialist. So I wasn't a genius. So a genius. Yeah. It was not a genius. <laughs> Cause I couldn't pronounce it. That's why they wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a first step. <laughs> I, I yeah. got, to get back to the store is a lot like working at the Apple store. <laughs> if you think about it anyway, sorry. Uh, I, I have really been enjoying uh, those uh, soda stream uh, oh, videos. Um, what is, I love them. I, I, I think, I think they, make, they make me laugh. You guys are the only two. Cause I got to tell you every single one we post people dislike more than the one before. it. Hey. <laughs> What's your Phase favorite thing you've tried to play. stream? Or Soda Stream. Um, Manischewitz was good. Uh, Soda Stream <laughs> Manischewitz, like sparkling Manischewitz, was mm -hmm. it just tasted like Martinelli's? Right. Um, it's the sh it's the champagne of Passover. It's yeah, <laughs> and I did mix it with a little bit of uh, Soda Stream pickle juice, and that was actually a very good, very Jewy cocktail. <laughs> All right. Yikes. Um, felt like something that they could serve at like there's like a hip. Jewish deli that I've never been to uh, wow. in Silver Lake. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's I was it's like, called a hip Jewish deli. Yeah, <laughs> a, a hip, what you said. Hipsters. Um, <laughs> for those. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of other stuff that we've done that was exciting. 
Um, I mean, I've seen you do all kinds of mustard. You're a mustard aficionado. You're on I, the subreddit. I, I am on the mustard subreddit. Mm -hmm. I'm real devoted to mustard. Bought a new mustard today that I didn't need to. There We had so many. But all oh, these wow. people were telling me about the dill pickle mustard at Trader Joe's. Oh, wow. What I do you like put all these mustards on? Um, uh, soda streams. <laughs> uh, I like to put them on salad. Okay. As like a dressing. Sure. All right. Just just the mustard <laughs> as a dressing. Um, you well, mix no, it with I, oil I would, or? This is embarrassing because this Good. is the, the second podcast within a week where I've had to explain this. <laughs> Every single night I make for myself this thing that I call a meatball salad. And what it is, is it's a big salad. Yeah. And then okay. on top, I put some frozen meatballs that I microwaved. And on top yeah. of those meatballs, I always put mustard and ketchup. And right. I like know a deconstructed hamburger. That's thank not bad. You. Yeah. But, the, but so some of the mustard kind of leaks onto the salad. So to some yeah, of the of ketchup, but I don't hate it. I, I, I embrace it. But so every night I'm like, oh, what? Like how a lot of people would pair wine with food. I'm like, mm, sure. what mustard, mustard. will I go with, my go with tonight? Well, how am yeah. I feeling? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I love this. This is great. I, uh, yeah, no shade from this end. Yeah, this okay. is it's like it's like a keto sandwich. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, um, but yeah, protein I, style. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, that I get. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> take, I mean, hey, I don't eat <laughs> take the W, I don't, Logan. I, I, I don't yeah. want. I don't want. I don't want to steal any shine. I think. I think this is great. No, it's. I it's um I I was like well no I eat bread sometimes and then I remembered last night I ordered the worst pizza I've ever had and I was just distracted by that I complained to Postmates I'm not gonna get my money back that's fine but eat. so then I was like well every time I eat bread it seems like it's a mistake but not because of a health reason I'm like just the quality was was terrible why, the most recent time why was the pizza so bad and where did you order it from Okay, so uh, right off and the how top, is this Postmates problem? Okay, it seems like the restaurant. Well, because I, what I found mm -hmm. in my old age is sometimes if you just complain to these apps, they'll give you money just to shut you up. So I always do it just because I'm like, Postmates is a faceless corporation. Maybe they'll give me five ten dollars if I just might give you a gift card. Yeah, yeah, not in a me. I'm not like you. You pieces of shit. This pizza was inedible. I'm like. Hey, it tasted freezer burned and also somehow like fruit and was definitely felt microwaved Whoa. and came, it took them over an hour and a half. And also it showed up cold, which doesn't seem to make sense. Anyway, okay. my roommate is vegan. So already I know you're going to say this is bad, but we usually get pizza from Blaze. They have a really good vegan pizza. No yeah. one leaves us. So what? Uh, yeah. What's wrong with that? Every time we say that we love Blaze, people who are persnickety about they like like fancy hip pizza places, they're like Blaze isn't good, and we're like, are we going to a the, a different Blaze because it's so good? Like what? it is, it, uh, yeah. As as someone who is a snob about food, Blaze is good. Domino's yeah. is good. It's but so Blaze was closed, so I just ordered the next available vegan pizza option, right. mm -hmm. and from where? Um. Oh, it's not even like you don't even know. It doesn't it was, matter. It was one of those Postmates places that like doesn't exist, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, real, it's an industrial kitchen that yeah. You know, yeah. Postmates people pick up from. Yeah. And even the Postmates guy, when he dropped off, he was like, sorry, I don't know why they took so long. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, mm, that's not a good sign. No, it is not. <laughs> Hi, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a, and it was, we, we, 
and I I'll eat shitty pizza. I don't I don't have standards. I think that should be pretty clear. <laughs> and that's your bumper sticker, right? I don't have yeah. standards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually can't put it on there, Luke, because my bumper fell off. Which yes, well, I which think. is an indicator of you not <laughs> yeah, having any standards. It's an indicator, yeah. but don't worry, it's in my trunk in case I need to get it. So my whole trunk is filled <laughs> with my plastic bumper. Um, that's good. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I. So anyway, uh, haven't we did Soda Stream mustard? We've never done ketchup, but we did tomato soup, which feels. Ooh, I like tomato soup. How did it go? It well, the, the whole reason this entire thing started is we were joking around about if we had a restaurant, how funny it would be to offer a table soup, uh, and then. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. Stuart, Stuart, role play with me. I'm gonna offer you soup and you have mm -hmm. to say yes, okay? Great. So, hi, sir, would you like to start off with some soup? Oh, sure. Okay, still or sparkling? Great, that's huh? really funny. And just that made us <laughs> that's laugh. That's funny, that's really and good. It, and it literally, everything came from And then that I would say, oh, just whatever you have from the tap is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want tap or- I want tap soup. soup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and it was okay, but it was the canned tomato soup, which was way sweeter than I remembered. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, if you guys have revisited Campbell's in your recent. You know, the Progresso's okay. The, I haven't effed with the Campbell's. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember if I have. The, yeah. the Trader Joe's one in the box is quite good. Okay. I would I would believe that the, the Campbell's yeah. one for sure has a lot of high fructose corn syrup, which yeah. I don't uh, care. I'll eat processed stuff, it. but it is. I like, like low fructose. The, the no, this is the sweetest soup I've ever. I I didn't know soup could be so sweet. Yeah, I mean, I don't need I don't need dessert soup. No, no. I mean, that seems like something I would eat and make for myself, <laughs> and honestly, do most nights because I eat a frozen banana with milk poured over it, and that's basically just like a. Your soup diet is it. very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, good and bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's, yeah, it's very it's very inventive. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. You don't eat like a lot of human food. You're no. you're on the cutting edge of really strange choices. Yeah, I I like talk about test kitchen. Like in the past, people have been like, you eat kind of like a squirrel, or I don't think like it's a squirrel though. Feral. I think it's someone with like whose brain isn't all there. Yeah, it, it was like if, if if someone like described the way Jared Levin ate. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds, but it, it's also it's more like i could try this fancy thing that a chef made that i'm i know is supposed to be good or i could eat this weird combo of things that i already know i like right and that yeah i don't think those time. are the only two choices though but <laughs> mm, aren't they though i think they kind of are i mean i don't think <laughs> this so. is what this is what we've narrowed down to yeah. i i will say like there is something to be noted and put into it needs to be it's important to do what we like and what we know we like to mm -hmm. take care of ourselves mm -hmm. so do you when you when you make thank we, you Stuart. that's so, right so when you have like I a guess. meatball salad I mean, or I mean, like i a, feel like drug addicts <laughs> that use that excuse but okay yeah so when you have like a meatball salad or like sparkling soup does that feel <laughs> like the sparkling soup wasn't good i'll say right. that that was not that was not a good experience okay. but it's more that like i also because of stand-up, I don't like doing stand-up on a full stomach. So I normally would like, I would like have little snacks throughout the day. And then after doing shows, be ravenous at like 11 or 12 PM. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I know that if I eat this dumbass meatball salad, I'm not going to feel 
horrific the next morning. Yeah. So true. a lot of times it would just be like, I could go to a restaurant and take a chance or I yeah. could just eat this thing that I know agrees with me mm-hmm. so that I don't wake up being like, what the fuck did I do last night? Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, I, I, I found myself patting myself on the back because of like the choice I made. Cause I was at like 4th of July barbecues and mm-hmm. like, you know, went to an event at a stadium and there. And so I was like, okay, what foods can I have that are not going to make me feel horrific? And mm-hmm. I, I was definitely food is punishment and we should feel mm-hmm. bad all the time. You're not full <laughs> unless you're sick. <laughs> Happy yeah, fourth, bitch. I'm, 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 I'm used to binging at a barbecue because it's all just yeah. there to be eaten. But I, I was like, well, I'll have, a, I'll have a little bit, and then I'll, I'll come back to it if I'm feeling more peckish. Um, that's good. You're treating your body with, you know, the way. I mean, I also trail mix is my favorite food, and some days I just eat like an insane amount of that. I've done that. Yeah. So very handy. It's a real that, like I, I have a bowl of trail mix next to me on my bed right now. So like, wow, it it just really depends. It's a real give yeah. and take. <laughs> well, uh, there's I kind of have a question about that in the loop quiz. I think now's the time for the loop quiz. Yeah. Uh, Logan, this was a good interview. That was the interview portion. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, Luke's been drawing up these Luke quizzes. These are uh, mm-hmm. quizzes about Luke. Yes. Uh, to see oh. how well we know him yes um and that's right just don't you know the you can it, totally it's AB, yeah it's a b c d there's it's multiple choice but there's no d all of the above because that's for lazy writers um you also have unlimited lifelines you can phone a friend you okay. can ask me if you want to what the answer is but i am allowed to lie okay okay so it just seems based the answer to win this trust your well, gut you'll you'll you win it by getting points Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. I've lived with Luke. I lived with Luke for five years, and I've lost. He's won. This you've won quiz. half of them. You're. You have a fifty percent record. Yeah. I'm. Fi- it's fifty yeah. fifty for me. So. Which you is totally great. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. I mean, I. You know yeah. me. I love a good test. Yeah. Okay. I had time to study. No, there's no studying this. Trust except if you know me. Yeah. This okay. is just based on me. Okay. Luke is in danger. What do you do? Is it A. Draw him a nice bath. Is it B. <laughs> Give it up for the troops. Is it C, <laughs> lend him $20? Or is it D, start singing a song to draw attention so Luke can slip out unnoticed? Oh, that's a good question. Here's where I'm stuck and you're not gonna be happy about it because I do know one thing that we've connected on briefly is that we're both Jews. So my gut tells me the $20 one just based on stereotypes. But then mm-hmm. part of me thinks you would like someone to sing a song because not only would it oh. allow you to slip out, but it would also humiliate that person. And I think that you would relish the opportunity for a friend to be humiliated on your behalf. Very interesting. So D is your answer, the singing a song? No, I'm going to go with the money Jew thing. I'm going to say C. Okay. Uh, Stuart, what is your answer? You know, I was thinking D myself um, because I, I know... Luke likes an escape, even if it's from a the mildly the most mild of inconveniences. So I'm going to go with D. Okay, very uh, interesting answers. It it it, it was neither of them. Um, <laughs> Len, wow, you really thought the Jew thing that uh, you think I'm that hacky? <laughs> well, you think not I'm even not that you're hacky. hacky I, stereotypical. No, I just think if I was having a bad if anyone was having a bad day and you went here's yeah. twenty dollars, everyone would be like, 
Okay. Not so bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, Logan, for the first time in Luke quiz history, you get minus one point for anti-Semitism. Wow. Luke's um, it is A, that. draw him a nice bath because I'm a spa boy and I deserve to be treated like the princeling I am. <laughs> spa boy. Okay. But if I gave you $20, then you could spend it on a spa treatment. <laughs> Not any spa I go to, honey. Okay. Um, <laughs> See, this is, this is this is a little bit of we're getting a taste of the loot quiz. Yeah, uh, this is a good taste. I can see now. So Stuart's winning. Not, this is not going to go with well zero points. Okay. <laughs> I think. Hey, just there's still a chance of redemption. Just you know, think of how, me how I think of me. Okay. Um, what a Luke is not. <laughs> Luke is actually enjoying watching stand up. Is he watching a a good friend of his bomb? B someone he doesn't know do the hackiest premise in the world. C, his own Comedy Central clip, or D, <laughs> Renee Lancaster? Um, it's weird. I feel like A and D are the same answer choice. <laughs> that's, um, I, I was going to say That's a. interesting you think Renee is a good friend, but okay. All right. I was going to say A. Okay. But I also feel like that's what you expect people to say. Hmm. But I'm still gonna. I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm, no, that's good. That's that's fair enough answer. Well, you won't get any negative points this round. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with D again because I. I think I have seen you laugh watching Renee, even uh, if it's not for the most well-intentioned reason. But um, it is A. So Logan's oh, back up to that. zero. So watching zero. a good friend of his bomb. Yeah. What a relief. Oh. It Although back up. you know it has been B quite often. Uh, the hack is someone when so the other day Frank Castillo was on stage friend of the show and he goes he's segueing and he goes you know there's a lot of crazy stuff in the world <laughs> and I laughed so I couldn't help it and no one else in the room laughed and he and Frank like broke up anyway yeah okay no that's my favorite when someone's doing something that's so hacky and yeah. or especially if it's hacky in a sexist way I just start laughing because I'm like yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Y'all females okay. are telling. <laughs> yeah, women are telling long stories yeah, that don't go anywhere. Love yeah. shopping and talking, and they never shut the fuck up. And I'm like, but at least they go to the bathroom right. together. You know, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. What it, we just had the Fourth of July. Ever heard of it? What is Luke's ideal Fourth of July? Is it a setting off a firework in a comedy club that doesn't book him? Is it B, getting too drunk at a barbecue and falling in the pool, but not in a fun way? Is it C, reminding people we live on stolen land and we aren't actually free? Or is it D, making fun of Stuart? Oh, that's a tough one. I know, right? I was proud of this one. Stuart, you go first this time. Let's walk it through it. Um, You are a professional party pooper, so I'm going to go with C reminding people that we live on stolen land and we'll never be free I, that okay. seems like i don't feel like we spent a lot of fourth of july barbecues together luke but i think a that's, couple that feels like something you would do yeah okay i'm stuck because part of me thinks it would be that one but then you can choose the same answer it's very competitive but also this game does go in this is your ideal fourth of july so not like that one sounds like something you, you would actually do in real life Versus mm. setting a firework off in a comedy club that doesn't book you, that hasn't booked you, 
seems like a fantasy, but also one okay. that is thematic. Um, yeah. So I'll just go with A. You know, I have zero points. I'm feeling like I'll, I feel ready to take a risk. It is A. The oh, answer is wow. A. You well, know, I was thinking it was C, but you know, your reasoning made me realize that it was A. Can I tell you? Because I actually did do that shit on, on 4th of July. Where? Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I reminded people we lived on stolen land that uh, we okay. aren't actually yeah. free. Yeah. yeah, do yeah. You, guys, you guys know Simon Gibson, right? Very yeah, well. Friend of friend the show. Of the show. Okay. We used to be roommates and something he used to do that made me laugh a lot is he would play the Grand Theft Auto that was based in LA where they have mm -hmm. a fake comedy store. And he would, yeah. shoot up and he the would go there store. and just shoot up the club, but then also <laughs> hang out at the top and shoot anyone who was coming there. That's really funny. And it, and it made me laugh a lot. I was like, I, I don't like really that. get video games, but that's very funny. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. Well, Logan, and then, you've taken the lead. Well done. Yeah, it's one zero, right? Okay. Um speaking of food, who is Luke's favorite food comedian? Is it A, Eddie Peppertone? Oh God. Is it B <laughs> Fortune Feedster? Is it okay. C, Bean Del Rey? Wow. Or is it D, <laughs> Tony Baker? <laughs> Part of me feels like you were so proud of yourself when you did Bean Del Rey that I have to pick that one. I have to pick Bean Del Rey. Um, I think you. I think I think you like actually like Tony Baker, so I'm gonna say Tony Baker. You know what? It is Tony Baker. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's a one to one. Well, is that one to one? I think we're one to one. Yeah. You know what? We've never had one end in a tie, but that's how it's going to go. Wow. Ooh. Stuart, oh, you, you're going to have to figure out your statistics from there. But Logan, that was the Luke quiz featuring Stuart. Thank well you for done, playing. Logan. You did a very nice I was, job. I honestly was pretty nervous the whole time. So yeah, I, feel, yeah. I feel relieved. Yeah, Good. a roller coaster of a, mm -hmm. of a set. Well done. Mm -hmm. Logan, uh, please plug where people can find you every podcast you've ever done and you know all the social stuff <laughs> where can people uh, find you soda streaming uh where can um well uh i'm on twitter at a dirty guns g-u-n-t-z and i'm on i'm on instagram at places i took a shit this year <laughs> and nice. have been repeatedly told to change both of these and refuse hey same <laughs> It's affecting my career negatively. Yeah. And <laughs> but I think you're in the long run, you're cooler and you're right. I I'm just like this is, already my name is hard to spell. It's not like if it's Logan Gunselman, that's gonna be any easier than right, right. The other stuff. <laughs> totally. Um and those are places where, you know, I'll I'll post information and, and stuff and shows you guys know how social media works. Yeah. That you get those Very are good. find me there. And or at the comedy store standing outside somewhere. Yeah, telling you you can't walk in that door. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. exactly. Logan, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much, Logan. Great to see thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, it's so nice to see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully next time we see you in person. Yeah. Mm. And I'll, I, I, if I see you in La Cienega, I'll call I, me out. I, I probably won't. I probably, yeah. actually, probably won't. <laughs> I probably <laughs> still read won't. this, read each, each situation individually and make the right choice. Well, if you do, wow. if you do see me at that taco stand and you stop by, I will, I'll buy you a taco. Oh my God. No, now, now, now there's extra plans involved. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> what the fuckers. All right, okay. bye, everybody. bye guys. Bye guys.